the Skit Guys Podcast, starring Tommy Woodard and Eddie James. And now, having safely returned from a galaxy far, far away, the Skit Guys. Hey guys, I'm Tommy. And I'm Eddie, and we are the Skit Guys. We're just guys that do skits. It is not rocket science. Nope. Hey, thanks for joining us. If you are a regular audience member, or if you're just checking out what this is all about, what a Ski Guys podcast is, we are glad to have you join us for the ride. Thanks for doing life with us. We've got some great stuff planned. Ugh. Fantastic stuff planned. Who's who's that at the door? Don't they see that the uh, recording light's on? Who's that? I don't know. Hang on. Hold on a minute. Oh, it's Phineas. Oh. Hey, uh, audience members, um, it's our... Uh, it's our lawyer, Phineas. What's what's going on, Ben? Ben? Hey, hey, guys. Uh, do you mind do you mind turning off the uh, record button there? Just shut that down. No, can no, I, no, no, no. Off? We're we're right in the middle of a podcast. What's going on? Can we help I, you with anything, Phineas? I can't say another thing until I get an NDA. NDA. What's an NDA? Yeah, it's a non-disclosure agreement. I, Otherwise, I, I'm going to be held liable for things I can't be held liable for. What do you What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? I'm, I'm a little concerned about this whole thing you're doing with, uh, you know, the, uh, the secret society. Thing, oh, no. Oh, you know? oh, oh, oh that, that's great. The, the secret potty and society. Did you hear that echo? Uh, why <laughs> that did it so echo? Cool. Why did that well, echo? Well, because it's uh, kind of special, this thing that we have for our audience members. It's a... Uh, <laughs> It's it's okay okay guys okay just calm it down okay just take it down a notch okay um yeah well, you can't do a secret society because you need to be open to everybody and we're going to be held liable for excluding people and we don't need that oh Phineas that just did it. it's open to anybody all they have to go all they have to do is go to skitguyscom slash podcast and they can sign up and they can be part of the secret potting society society and they even get a ring and everything it's going to be so much fun. Okay, but if, if it's secret, how do they know about it, huh? Well, well they, it's, it's how they know it, about because it? we give them clues, we give them things to look up uh, with their decoder ring. It's a really, really cool thing, and we get to do life with them. It's a special thing for anybody that wants to be part of our audience. Phineas, relax. It's all good. No, I, uh. I, I don't think it is all good. I think it's not secret, and you're calling it secret, and, the, and there's no such thing as a audience. I mean, you made up that word. I don't even know what it is, and you think we're gonna? I'm going to defend you in court, and you've got to start oh, listening to me. Finny, that's, that's all Finny, I'm saying. Finn, 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 Finn. I'm going to be your Annie Sullivan right now. All right, listen to me. Listen to me. Who hurt you? Well, that's, that's a long line. And uh, most of them were children. Okay. I've got to go. That's fine. You go ahead and have your secret potty in society. Oh, God. It even echoes for him. Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. Hey, if you want to uh, be a part of our secret potty society, uh, we would love to have you go to skiguys.com slash podcast to sign up and you'll be getting more info there. And yes, you will be getting a ring. Is that not cool? Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Ovaltine? A crummy commercial? Uh, it's very cool. So please join the secret potty society. Society. It just, society. no. No, it's not doing it. It's not. I doing heard it, it echo. No, no. Why doesn't it echo for me? Hey, if there's anybody on the fence, especially these these newbies that are checking us out, you know, that aren't part of our audience yet, and they're going, right. I don't even know if I want to be a part of a audience. Okay, yeah. 
But what would you say to them? What would be that thing that would just nail it? What would be that to thing get to them go, to like join the secret podient society? Societies. Society, it just no, no. Uh, l- let me, let me. Okay. Yes. For those of you who are interested in being a part of the secret podient society, how do you do that? What would you say, Tommy? How would you bring it home? What would you do to motivate them? I would uh, probably say something a little like this. Dying in your bed many years from now, would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to be a part of our secret party in society? Society, society, society. We may take your attention, but we will never take your freedom! Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Was that like a uh, like an old Irish man? Like on a hill? You didn't shouting recognize from a hill? You couldn't recognize it? No. It was, no. It was Wally Schaefer. Wally Schaefer. That's Wally Schaefer. The newsman Wally Schaefer? <laughs> from the 70s and 80s? Wally Schaefer? No, from the Mel Gibson movie. Oh, buddy, no, no, that was William Wallace. Oh, like like if William Wallace were to have lived, if he didn't die, right? And he lived to be an old man, and he was kind of like given one last battle cry off his deathbed, where he was really, really sick, no, and he was shouting for everyone to join to be part of the secret potting society. So we'd love to have you be a part of it and uh, sign up skiguys.com slash podcast. Okay, the theme, because uh, now that we are 2.0 to this sucker, uh, every podcast has a theme. And uh, the theme today is over treasure. What's your treasure? Treasure. Treasure, like, uh, like a pirate's treasure. Talking about the idea of treasure. I like, uh, like a pirate's booty, eh? Yes, like a pirate's booty. Yes, yes, that's good. That's good. Yes, or, or Luke twelve thirty four. You know uh, where your Which treasures. Says shake your booty. No, no, no. Oh, um, no. Oh, no. Um, Luke twelve thirty four. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Oh, I was confused on that. Passage. No, I, it's okay. It happens. It happens to the best of us. It happens to the best of us. Where um, your heart uh, is, there your treasure is also. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if we're talking about treasure, you know, lots of people would think, you know, treasure like the pirate you just did would be, you know, be booty or money. I, but, uh, you know, lots of people hear about giving and assume tithe or something like that. But there's so many different ways that uh, we have treasure, um, you know, time, talent, tithe. That could be uh, uh, an example. You know, what do you do with your time? What do you do with your talent? What do you do with your, with your tithe? Uh, those can all be treasures. So how do you know what somebody treasures if they don't just come out and say, hey, this is what I treasure? Couldn't you tell by how they live their life? Wouldn't that give you an example of what their mm. treasure is, what they hold on to, what they see as valuable? Now you're talking. Right, right. Because if God looks at the heart. Right, where your treasure is. I mean, some people are good at fooling people. Let's just be honest. Some people are just really, really good at, you know, concealing and, you know, and you, you kind of think they're this way until you really, really get to know them. But ultimately, what they hold dear uh, tends to seep out a little bit, don't you think? Uh, yeah, because well, the more you get to know someone, the more you know their treasure. 
right? Because if I just meet you, I may think, oh, your treasure is, you know, donuts because you happen to have a dozen with you. But that wouldn't necessarily be your treasure. It's kind of like those, the more you know commercials. Like, you know, there'd be two guys. Yeah, there'd be two guys going, your treasure is what you hold on to and your heart is your treasure. So when it comes to your treasure, what do you treasure? Right, right. Right, that would be a, the more you know commercial, yeah, over your <laughs> treasure. True. What are some, the what are some of your favorite more you knows? The, my favorite, the more you know. I don't know what's yours. I can't think well, of any all, right They now. all start sounding the same though. If you really start thinking about it, you know yeah, what I mean. Just repeat all, whatever the keyword is several times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you are having trouble with being who you are, remember that who you are is who you are, and that's no joke. And it's always a comedian that would say that one. You know, it would always be a funny person, you know? Yeah, and, or, and or they would do one of these. <laughs> I like to joke about a lot of things, but there's nothing funny about self-esteem. That is beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Buddy, buddy, yeah. I think you just nailed it. I think I nailed it. How would Alec Baldwin do? How would Alec Baldwin do one over Treasure for the more you know? I think he would come in and say, <laughs> you know, if you want to know what you treasure... Huh. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good, buddy. That's good. If Michael J. Fox were to do one of those more, you know, he'd probably have a dog with him. Be like, hey, everybody, (laughs) this is my dog. His name is Treasure. What's your treasure? (laughs) (laughs) Ruff, ruff. Was was that the dog that said the more you know? Yeah. Ruff, ruff, the more you know. (laughs) Take it from me, Michael J. Fox. Uh. I actually know I actually know a guy with a dog named Treasure. Oh, yeah, that's sweet, that's sweet. That's yeah, it's sweet. Chris Tomlin. That's what, that's what that song's about. You are my treasure. Oh, it's, it's about his dog. his dog. Yeah, sing about his dog. Yeah, I heard his dog only has three legs. That's why they call him Tripod. Oh, but he would be a treasure. It would be he a treasure. Be, He's not but, perfect. But right? a treasure to that dog would be another leg. <laughs> you and I. You and I, uh, it, for, I was a freshman couple in college. A couple of silver spoons. Yeah. A couple of silver spoons. We just did a gig and we were making, you know, 50 bucks a piece plus a chicken dinner. You know right. what I mean? Half of and what then, we make now. And I remember being in the car with you and we were driving somewhere. I don't even know where we were going. But I, you know, we're like, I was like, hey, 50 bucks, man. We both made 50 bucks. Usually we have to share 50 bucks, you know. I'm going to go um, buy five CDs. <laughs> this is a bit. I think I said that. I think I'm going to uh, put gas in my car and I'm going to buy a couple CDs, blah, blah, blah. And I said, what are you going to do with yours? And um, you, uh, you said, well, I'm going to tithe off the first part. And I remember, I remember just sitting there on the passenger side going, oh, yeah, he would have to make it spiritual, wouldn't he? I <laughs> <laughs> was a jerk. <laughs> no, no, it was, but it really was that thing of going, oh, oh, that that's, that's part of using your time, your talent. Uh, the, the tithe fits right in there. I think so many times we get caught into the attitude of I earned it, it's mine. And we forget that everything we have, this life, our breath, we breathe. It's all, it's all a gift yeah. from God, you know, You're second right. Corinthians four, seven, uh, we have this treasure in jars of clay and we're actually the jars of clay that Paul is talking about, you know? And what is inside of us, what we have to give out is is a treasure, you know? I agree. But I mean, I think daily, when it comes to our time, our talent, our tithe, we have the ability to go, okay, I surrender to you, God. And if we choose to, we can hear the Lord say, hey, you need to still give up this because it has a hold of your heart. 
what would you do if you, like you Jesus said to you sell everything you have give it to the poor and come follow me that's a huge thing I, I mean I I think I would wrestle with it oh, I, yeah. I mean ultimately it would be sitting down with the wife and kids and going um we're gonna give it all up guys this is gonna be a huge chapter of our lives but here we go does that does that make sense oh yeah I think I would probably follow the example of those Great biblical giants, Ananias and Sapphira, sell it all, give him half, but tell mm. him it's all. Just huh? lie. Because that worked him. for them, right? It, you just lie to him. Yeah. Ooh, okay, think about them doing a more you know. Think Ooh. about that. Hello, I am Ananias. Ananias and Sapphira. She is so beautiful. Thank you. We just sold everything we have and told the church we were giving them everything. But we only really gave them half. <laughs> what happens to my... What's going on with my heart? Good evening, this is the Normal News with Tom Brokaw, and I'm your host, Tom Brokaw, coming to you live from Webster, South Dakota. Down here on this main street, we have a CVS where people go in to get their medical supplies and their makeup, and we have a McDonald's. We even have one of those VHS to digital media stores here, and their claim to fame in Webster, South Dakota, is a Dairy Queen, which you can get a blizzard and I use as an office part-time. If you are new to the program, the normal news is all about people. I do street interviews and get in tune with the common man. Today's show focuses on treasure, whether that's home, abroad, or something intangible. The question of treasure has long since, has long since... <coughs> Say, Meredith. Yeah, Tom. Meredith, did you remember to press the button? Well, of course I pressed the button. Then why isn't the little red light on there, Meredith? You said push the button, so I push the button. Meredith, which button did you push? Uh, the power button, of course, silly. Why would you push the power button, Meredith? Why wouldn't you just press record? Well, I, well, I guess I just figured power was the right button because it would give you the power to make a TV show again. No, I just need the right button to be pressed. This could be my big break. Uh, I could take over Brian Williams' spot since he's in a bit of a trouble. I will say this, Meredith. You are sometimes more frustrating than a brunch date with Matt Lauer and the late Katie Couric. But your insight and your perspective sears me to the bone. Oh, my. Did Katie pass away? No, no. She's just always late. Oh. So you want me to press the button again? Yes, and please hurry. I have a blizzard that just hit me, and I need to use the restroom, and I can see someone I need to interview. Excuse me, my good man. I'm Tom Brokaw, oh, and my. I'd like to talk to you. What, what is your name? Uh, my name is Michael Musho. Michael Mushu. Michael Mushu? Musho. M- Musho. Musho. Like Musho. a cow is doing a show. It's a Musho. Mm. Moosho. Very interesting, Michael. Have you lived in Webster, South Dakota all your life? 
No, I just moved up here about three months ago to live with my cousin. Uh, tell me this, what is your, uh, we're talking about treasure. Um, treasure can be anything that you hold of value. What, Michael, if you don't mind, tell me in the, uh, the audience here, what, what is your treasure? Oh, that's simple. I treasure, my treasure is in my troop of dancing kittens named Shock and Awe. You, you have uh, dancing kittens, Meredith. Are you getting this? this are you getting this, Meredith? Yeah, I'm getting it. Uh, you have um, a troop of dancing kittens. Is, is that right? Yeah, named Shock and Awe. And, 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 what, and what, what, do they, what do they do exactly? Well, well they dance. <laughs> and what, what are some of their favorite songs that they like to dance to? Well, you know, they like to dance to, you know, shake your groove thing, and they do like they, to... Hmm? Do, they, do they dance to that 80s song, um, What a Feeling, by uh, Eileen Cara? Oh, it's one of their favorites. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, um, shock and awe. It's, do you not understand what I'm saying here? It's uh-huh. shock uh-huh. and awe. Like, you look at a kitten, and it, you go, awe. So it's shocked because these are kittens are dancing and you're shocked right, by it. Right. But then it, oh, you know, do you get that? Shocking, oh. I'm a dog man myself, Michael. Thanks for well, Good day to me. you, sir. Good day to All you. All right. I good day to you. I said good day. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, can I, can I, t- Tom Brokaw here. I'd like to talk to you about uh, um, something if you have a minute. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, oh, oh, what, what is your name? My name's Gretchen Garbo. Gretchen Garbo. All right. Uh-huh. Um, Gretchen, uh, we're talking about treasure, something that would you would hold dear, something that you would uh, think is very, very precious in your life. Uh, would you care to uh, tell me and the audience what, what would be precious to you? Oh, Gretchen would love to do that. Yes. Did I, you say your name was Conan O'Brien? No, no, Tom Brokaw. Right, Brian Williams. Uh, well, let's no, no, uh... Stone Cold Steve Phillips. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> no, poor man. Um, l- listen, uh, no, Gr- Gretchen, um, anything, uh, you, you, you called yourself by, by, in the fourth person, uh, you said, uh, Gretchen, you used your name like that. Is there a reason why you do that? Oh, Gretchen the, just likes the, to do it, that. In the third person, sorry, not the fourth person. That, that's something totally different. That, that's talking to dead people. It's very spiritual. Um, anything that Gretchen's you would hold. spiritual, too. Well, how are you spiritual, Gretchen? Uh, Gretchen has a lot of treasures. Gretchen is an aspiring student. Gretchen is an aspiring model. Gretchen uh-huh. is an aspiring writer. Do you Gretchen have a motto for your life? civil engineer. Gretchen civil engineer. is aspiring at aspiring. Uh, all right. Um, you, do you have a motto for life that you would hold dear, that you would treasure? I would say Gretchen's motto would be aspire to aspire all that mm. you can aspire. Uh, excuse me, Frank Partin. Uh, how do you know my name? Uh, it's on your name tag there. You work at CVS, no. Frank Partin. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I do. Yeah, work at CVS. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> Frank, I am assuming you're on your lunch break. Um, you mind if I ask you a few questions? Ooh, I don't care. 
I'm Tom Brokaw, form of, formerly of NBC News, and I wrote uh, the book The Greatest Generation, Volume 1 and 2. Oh, old braggadocious. Well, you know, we all have treasures, and I've interviewed so many people uh, over the years and decades of what they treasure the most. My question to you, Frank Partee, is what, what do you treasure? What do you hold dear? Huh. Well, I like cooking shows and thinking about uh, lying down in a warm bed of rice pilaf. Uh, I'm sorry, Frank. How, how many, Meredith, are you getting? You just said you like to lay down in a, in a warm bed of rice pilaf. Oh. Uh, it is so comfortable. Uh, uh-huh. <gasps> You know, for Halloween last year, I went as the Chutney Glaze. Now, no one could tell, but I was proud to represent such a respectable glaze. I see, I see. You're a fascinating man, Frank Partine. Oh, if you think I'm fascinating, you ought to Uh meet my terrier, Jerry Uh Daniel. That guy is awesome. He's really getting, he's trying to really straighten things up in his life. He just started a 30-day vegan cleanse. Uh, Frank, if I could interrupt you right here. When you say that guy is spectacular, um, you, you did say terrier. Is that right? Yeah, Jerry Daniel. He's a Terrier Springer mix. Uh, So your dog, your dog is spectacular, and he started a 30-day vegan cleanse. Is that what I'm understanding you? So excited about it. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Anything else you hold dear? Um, yeah, I guess I like, uh, I like a good Spanish goat cheese. Mm, I see. Makes me (sighs) like caramba. All right. Well, thanks for letting us talk to you now that you're, I guess, uh, going somewhere on your lunch break. Uh, I just quit. Oh, you... Nobody respects me there. They don't treasure you. No, I told them about the chutney glaze of my nickname ever since I left. It's been little chutster. (laughs) I say, what would be your ideal job if you could pick a treasureful job? What, What would that be, Frank? Probably sitting. Just sitting on the couch in your house, or mm-hmm. uh-huh. with Cheetos, with with Cheetos and your dog Jerry Daniel. Yeah, he can't have them though. He's vegan. <laughs> Sounds like a a very great life, Frank Partine. You're a mm-hmm. a man above men, and you're the reason why this country keeps degenerating just a little bit more and more. Oh, uh, sir, uh, do, sir, sir. Hey there, uh, huh? Hello. Uh, you were skipping down the uh, sidewalk here, and you seem like you're such a, a free spirit. I, do, you, do you mind if I talk to you just for a minute? I'd be happy to talk to you. I Oh, yeah, you have a little bit of an accent there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not originally from South Dakota, that's for sure. <laughs> we're interviewing people. Do you mind if I ask you what your name is? Oh, sure. My name's Lee. Lee Prakan. Uh, I'm so sorry. What, what was that again? Lee. Lee Prakan's my name. Lee Prakan. Of the Prakan clan. Uh, right, right. All, all right, Mr. Uh, Prakan. Um, uh, call me Lee Prakan. Uh, I'd rather not. Uh, it seems a little indulgent. Uh, if oh, you, I if don't, you don't mind calling you Tom Brokaw. Hey, well, that's what's my... this? Hi, Tom Brokaw. How's the weather today? <laughs> well, that's my name, Tom Brokaw. Um, uh, so just call me Lee Prakan. <sighs> all right. Lee Prakan. Lee Prakan. 
You're hey. a leprechaun. We get it. You're a leprechaun with the whoa, knickers whoa, and the. Whoa. You have the green hat on. What's that with the call in the names? No, I'm just call it like I said. What'd you call me? What'd you call me? Le- leprechaun. That's you. We don't use the L word, mister. You're not a leprechaun. You're not. You're wearing the knickers and the little pointy boots with the little bell on them there. You got the hat on with the curls up there with the little. Even got a four leaf clover in your hat. You're not a leprechaun. And maybe, maybe in your uh-huh. greatest generation, it was all good to just profile people. But not today, I'll tell you that right now. Mr. Pecan, you're three feet tall, barely big enough to uh, look me in the eye. What, what, what do you, what, what do you, what do you think you're doing? You're, well, it you're doesn't mean big. I can't drop you like a two foot putt. I'll do it right now if you want me to show you. You're How barely... do you think I carry around this big stick right here? All right, you're barely big enough to be a keychain, uh, much less beat me up, Mr. Pecan. Oh, I'll take a keychain and make your face look like a keychain. Let me just ask a quick question to you, Mr. Pecan. Have you ever, have you ever not worked at Lucky Charms before? Oh, oh. Huh? I'm just oh. asking. I'm just trying to understand where you come from. Oh, What's now you're on? getting me all riled up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If I, if I told you I had a rainbow, what would you assume was at the end of the rainbow? Uh, can, can you tell me going. that? No, uh-huh. no, oh, no, I see uh-huh. where you're going with uh-huh. that. All uh-huh. right, and I'm not going to fall for it. I'm not going to uh-huh. fall into your little trap like the others do, right? I'm not going to do it. Don't be calling me names. Green clovers, pig hearts, blue moons. Blue diamonds. It's blue diamonds. Ah, there, there it is right there. There it is. There it is. You're a leprechaun, and what do you treasure the most? Is it pot of gold, Mr. Pecan? That's what it is, isn't it, Mr. Pecan? If I were to look you, if I were to bend down or kneel and look you in the eye, your treasure, Mr. Pecan, Mr. Lee Pecan, is gold. Look at you darting your eyes, your beady little eyes away from me, Mr. Pecan. We know the score, and the score is gold. I don't treasure a pot of gold. Uh huh. You want to know what I treasure, huh? What What is it that you treasure? A double rainbow. Ah, oh, because that rainbow. will give me two pots of gold. <laughs> Touche, Mister Leprechaun. Touche. No thanks. I have a hanky. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, lots of people uh, here today. Uh, we've gotten a glimpse of what they treasure. The question for you is. What is your treasure? This is Tom Brokaw, Normal News. We'll see you next time. It's that time. It's time for viewer mail. This is where viewers send mail and we read it and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're talking about the theme, uh, treasure. Let's see what some people say. Facebook, you know, we do it all. Facebook, Twitter, we go, you know, we cover the gamut. So let's Instagram. See what they say. Oh, the whole bit. The whole yeah. bit. Yep. Just look up uh, Skit Guys on Facebook or at Skit Guys on Twitter and Instagram. You've got mail. Uh, Megan Hampshire says this giving is usually linked to monetary donations, but it is really about how we use our skills, talents, hobbies, and time, as well as money in an effort to serve others and therefore serve God. What do you think, Ed? I, uh, yeah, I, I think Megan Hampshire is boom. I think that's a great time, talent, tithe. It's all right there. Yeah, yeah. 
She has, in one sentence, capsulated what we've been saying over the past however many minutes. She could have just done this whole podcast, Tommy. It would have saved everyone time. Megan, you are amazing. Giving is usually linked to monetary donations, and donations of monetary things is a wonderful donation to the donations of our skills, talents, hobbies, and time, which the time is the hobbies of the talents and the skills we give. You've got mail. Okay. Heaven Oaks says, uh, it saddens me. I think that saddens. I think that is saddens. I, I, for a minute, thought it might have been sullies me, but. (laughs) (laughs) Which is just kind of gross, you know? Yes, I know, right? I just sullied myself. (laughs) Oh, I sullied. I'm so sullied. Um, It uh, saddens me. The number of people that give out of fear of God and not love the heart Behind it is the difference. Oh, that's good. It's good. What what would be some of those ways? I'm just trying to think like there was, there's not any examples that Evan has given, um, but what would be ways people give out of fear? Like what would that look like? I think that's one of those things that you're afraid if you don't give, there's going to be some awful repercussion. Like God is up in heaven watching. And if you don't give some time, he's going to take some time. Or if you don't give some finances, he's going to take some of your finances. That would okay, be my okay. guess. Okay. So like for me, this is just honest confession here. Um, that, that makes me think of like Thanksgiving, like always at Thanksgiving, I've since I've had kids, I've always wanted to take them to a uh, like a um, soup kitchen, a soup kitchen. Yeah. And I've never done it, but I don't know if it's more out of obligation because I want them to experience that. Uh, or is it really out of my heart? Oh, say, here's what I would say. You haven't done it. So it's uh-huh. probably not out of obligation, because if, <laughs> if you felt like you were obligated, you'd be like. Load up, kids. Let's go. You know? <laughs> but I always feel that way at Thanksgiving, though. I always feel we need to do this. And even in October, I have the best of intentions of doing it. Like, I really want them to experience it. Or maybe I want to experience it, but I've yet to do it. But I do feel like I should do that. Okay, okay. You bring up Does a great point. Does that make point. sense? No, yeah, totally. You totally, you bring up a great point because I've had those feelings, too. Right. And then right. it's like, oh, yeah, I don't even know if I want to talk to him about it. What's it going to look like? Am I still going to get enough pumpkin pie? You know, mm-hmm. and, and it brings up a great point, because when we talk about giving, it always has to cost. Right. I mean, giving right. always has to cost. If it doesn't cost, then you're not really giving. And so in that situation, you're feeling compelled, even convicted, maybe to do something yeah. like that. But yeah. it is our selfishness that goes, I don't want to give up the time to do that. This is my Thanksgiving. This is my day to relax and watch football, you know, mm. and I don't want to. Mm. I, that's where I fall. I, I shouldn't put words in your mouth. It may, may not be your deal. For me, it, it goes, Ugh, I'm lazy. You've got mail. Christy Kemp Martin says, I can attest to the fact that I am blessed even more when I give than when I was on the receiving end. Exclamation oh, yeah. mark. Oh, yeah. I think that's a, and every believer should experience that. It's sad that we don't, that we don't experience giving more than just receiving. Um, And we live in a vacuum. We live in a world that we we tend to just get, 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 get more than we give, 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 give. And uh, that's a, that's a sad place to be, but we, it's almost like society bends it towards that, you know? Yeah. Oh, there's, there's no question about it. Um, 
it's and but you know what ed you know this about me like one of my love languages is is gifts right so mm-hmm. i love to get stuff but i really really love to give stuff you know yeah. i mean not even yeah. talking about you know tithe or anything like that just just give so yeah it's it is better to give than to receive unless you're talking about millions of dollars well, that's true. I have a question for you. Yes. And I just want you to answer me honestly, okay? Okay. I, um, I I gave you a Miles Davis jazz record. Have you listened to it? I have on my daughter's uh, record player. You can text her and ask her. What did you think of it? I think it was, I've only listened to it one time, and I uh-huh. liked it, but I don't think my daughter uh-huh. liked it, so I couldn't really enjoy it. When it comes to giving, I thought of you and I thought, you know what? I'm going to give. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do this. And that felt good to give. And how so, excited yeah. was I to get it? You you seem to really enjoy it. I the, do. The thought of, the, thought it, of the gift. It meant yeah. a lot to me, you know? Yes. And you know what? Yeah. That brings up another point about giving when we're not talking just about in the church or to God, but giving to others is to knowing what what is it that they want to receive or need to receive and choosing yeah. to give not what you want to give, but to give what they need. Exactly. Boom shakalaka. Pretty good, That's right? good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You've got mail. Uh, Tim uh, Koshman, uh, I think mm-hmm. so you say mm-hmm. that, said, should mm-hmm. I expect a blessing in response to giving? Pastor Eddie, give us an answer on that. <laughs> <laughs> should I expect a blessing in response to giving? Um, Golly, that's kind of a double-edged sword right there. Um, You know what I think the key word is? Expect. expect yes yeah yeah i don't think you should expect it i think it'll be that beautiful surprise i think i think every time you give every time you give in some form or fashion there's going to be a blessing attached to it now i'm not talking about you know what uh you know the tale evangelist on tv if you do this you're gonna get this Duh. you know i'm not talking about that uh it, it is that it is that be still and know that i am god type type blessing that uh psalm that psalm is it 46 10 be still and know that i am god or did i get that backwards psalm 10 46 it's yeah psalm 46 10 it's that it's that be still and know that i am god when you do something for the cause of christ uh there's always a blessing there's always something you go oh that was rich eve and here's the hard part we expect way too much don't you think oh we Our, are a society of expectors and which makes us more of receive, receive, receive instead of give, give, give. But, but, oh my goodness, the people that are, are circling the drain right now. And I, and I mean that in, in a most respectful way, our elders, are, <laughs> our, our elders, not a respectful way to say I that. I know, but it'll, it catches the ear. Our elders would say, we didn't expect much. We, we, we just did it because that's what you do. That's what you do for the human race and for being a part of just society. There's just this thing of this common beauty of giving. And that, in a sense, is giving. You're, you're giving to one another out there. Even though you may be strangers, there's this harmony that just seems to be lost. And um, when that gets lost, we tend to be getters instead of receivers and and we miss out on those blessings. You bring up a great point. Jesus said, they'll know you're my disciples by the love you have for one another, by the the way you give to one another, by the way you encourage one another. And Tim, Tim Koshman, if you're listening to this, Pastor Eddie said, quit expecting a blessing and just do the right thing. Boom. 
do do the next right thing. Ooh, that's do the a next good, right that's a good, thing. That's a good word. We have a we have a a friend uh, from the Four Ten Bridge that always says, "Do the next right thing." And for the past year, that's how I've tried to live my life. Is what is the even if I don't feel like it, even if I feel like a, there was injustice, even if I'm not getting my way, I still have to ask the question: What is the next right thing? And 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 biblically, you do that. Another good word, Eddie James. Thank you. Fantastic. You've got mail. All right, last one. Margie Ann. Margie Ann. Margie Ann, get in here. Margie Ann talked about how important it was to her that her kids see her in the act of giving. Do you do that, Ed? Yeah, I do. I do. Like on, I do. Like on Sunday mornings, you're like, hey, hey, kids, watch this. And, and you put it in the plate. Oh, that way. Like money. Money, money, money. Um, no, I think it's a bigger question. I was just messing with you. Oh, uh, you know what? Honestly, uh, when it comes to the tithe, um, because I'm so bad at it and because um, I would never bring my checkbook to church, I, I, I tithe online. That well, is good. my act of I that is my act of worship. So yeah. um, now when the pay, when the plate gets passed, I, I always feel like a heel and I always feel like I just tithe at home. I tithe at home. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Your church should um, give you a receipt to hold up during that time <laughs> or maybe to put in the offering plate so others don't or, judge you. <laughs> Or, or just put one of those envelopes like you think there's money in there. That it's empty, but it's empty. But you write on it online. <laughs> James, online. Um, yeah, I, I think we model it. I think it's more modeled than talking. And uh, even with my kids, there is a thing of the money that they get, the money that they earn. It, there is, you save for your future. You save, you have for you. And there's there's a part that goes to God, to the church. And it's crazy that we don't trust him with all of it. You know, it's, um, it's a great point. It's a great point, Ed. And I just thought of this while you were talking about that, but our money is used for our faith, our future and our fun. And it should be in that order. Our faith, we trust God. We give him the tithe, our future, we plan and we save for our future and we have fun with it, you know? And I, I know growing up in a, in a family that went to church, we never talked about money. We never talked about tithing. We never talked about giving. And I'm not knocking my parents. Their parents didn't talk to them about it either. You know, Um, I know that they gave, but it was just never talked about. So, you know, we talk about it a lot in our family and follow the same, same rules that you guys do there at the James house. Hey, everybody. That was fun. That was fun. Podience members, we love you. Thank you for doing life with us. Uh, get those secret Podience Society. I love the echo. I love the echo. Get your get your ring. Get your Dakota ring. We want to do life with you. And if you're just checking out these podcasts for the first time, we call the people that we do life with our Podience, and we'd love for you to be a part of our Podience. So come do life with us. Yep. We'd also Let's love get- to hear from you. So head over to iTunes. Give us a rating and a review. Uh, iTunes ratings for this podcast is like cans of spinach for Popeye. It just mm. makes things better. That was the Robin Williams version of it Popeye was, it back, was. In, back in the 80s. Salute Represent, to Robin Williams. Represent. That was good. That was good. Hey, maybe our maybe our podcast you know won't be in the lower 100s. Maybe we can get like to the top 15. Maybe. At least in the 99. Oh, boy. If I could get 99 Von Loof balloons, I'd be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time, uh, audience members. Uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, figure out where your treasure is, because there will be your heart also. Bye. 
The Skit Guys Podcast is brought to you by SkitGuys.com, where you can always watch their videos for free and peruse all things Skit Guys. Tune in next week for another thrilling episode of The Skit Guys Podcast. Until then, live long and lie prostrate. <laughs>